Ghosts, the secret that Big Pharma doesn't want you to know. Did you know that 100% of dead people have no complaints about the afterlife? Were you aware that 75% of poltergeists wish they died sooner? Well, now you do. So throw away that penicillin. Stop paying for that expensive insulin and try dying today. This message is brought to you by the Republican National Convention. <laughs> solid. <laughs> Very solid. Got the jab right at the end. Yeah, you threw the jab in there right at the end. Lovely. Uh, uh, you know, I've given a lot. Of, I've given us a lot of shit uh, cold opens these last couple weeks. So yeah, I'm gonna be honest. To... I, I thought you were gonna give this one up. You're gonna make one of us do it this week. Fuck! I keep. I, keep forgetting that's I had one mentally prepared. Do. I was just gonna give a bad joke. God damn it. Okay, save that bad joke for next week. Oh, it's a ghost bad joke. It okay, doesn't, yeah. One of these movies next week has to do with ghosts. No. Technically, three of them have to. Yes, they do, actually. Technically. But it's not. Oh, you can't yeah. really do a ghost cold open then. Just find a Halloween cold open. I'm putting FaZe on in charge of next week. Someone remind me so I don't put in the work. <laughs> no, right, I'm going to forget. We won't, we won't, I'm not going to remind, remind you. you. God damn it. I'm going to. Re- babe, remind me. Don't do it. No, you got to do, week, you gotta do one. Charge. You got to do one thing for the podcast. We already went through the podcast. Yeah, I'm already going to do this. You know what? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Three, Two, One Binge. I'm your host, Chris Ramirez, with my co-host, Faze Andalal. Hello. And my other co-host, the ghost that sucked off Dan Aykroyd, Tyler Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck what? you! I got nothing for this. Uh, God, you don't you remember the thought... blowjob scene in Ghostbusters? Phase on. Yeah, yeah, I do. I just. <laughs> I... <laughs> didn't expect I, it. Did I didn't you? expect him to say that. Yeah. I convinced him that the options were really bad, and I didn't have anything good prepared, and I just came out swinging this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, if it's not painfully obvious already, we're doing an episode about ghosts. Spooky. It's Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. So get out your jack o' lanterns. And um, I don't have a follow up for that sentence. Anyway, <laughs> you, you want you, you want to use this during the ghost one, not the animated Halloween one. There's no jack-o'-lanterns in the animated Halloween one, Tyler. What do you mean? Animated Halloween, Halloween is also like coming okay. out the week of Halloween. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. All of you stop talking. <laughs> Join us again next week as we talk about. It's our shortest episode so far. Uh, this no, actually this, might be anyways. It, it very likely will, because uh, surprisingly enough, ghost movies from the 80s actually don't have that much going on. They're very, very straightforward. Yeah. I think this is going to be our Halloween tradition because uh, if, if for those who were here long enough, last year we did slasher films um, at this time. And I think it still might be one of our shortest episodes. But if it yeah, wasn't a damn joy. I feel like at least slasher films you can make fun of a lot more. Yeah. You can make fun of, you could talk about the killers because they're all iconic. That's true. I mean, I'd say that at least, I'd, I'd argue all three of these movies are iconic. Yeah, they are. But yeah, Ghost but you know, let's. Or... Yeah, they are. Yeah, you know, let's let's get right into it with um, a movie. His name's his name's so nice. I got to say it thrice. Uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh my God, he's there. Yeah, he's right here. <laughs> Look at that. It's um. Oh my God, what's his fucking name? Uh, Alec Baldwin. No, um, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Come on, you actually know the actor. <laughs> I did know that. I was a bit Tyler. It's called being a comedian. Try it sometime. See, we can't tell half the time. <laughs> you can't tell. Am I a dumbass or am I kind of funny? It's both. Uh, it's both. <laughs> when the deceased couple, Adam and Barbara, are unsuccessful in scaring away a family that has moved into their old home, they seek the help of ex- expert bio-exorcist Beetlegeist. That's it. That's the movie. Oh, that's it. Okay. That's, that's the whole goddamn <laughs> film. 
um, that summary pretty easily encapsulates every major plot point of the film. Yeah. So, for, um, had, very, very straightforward. If you hadn't seen it, you're right. Called Bela Juice. He's in the movie for half of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, he's not really a starring role, but God damn it. If every time he's here, he's not having the, the time of his fucking life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keen's lo- loving it. Keaton's having more fun than he ever has and then i've ever seen him having in any movie he got out of that stuffy batman suit put on a bunch of makeup and molested the cast the entire casting crew uh he's just having way too fucking much of a good time see i for a second there i wasn't sure if like he was accused of doing something like that yeah, no no no, no. That one, Come on. <laughs> i'm wording it like all those tweets we see when they announce actors retire yeah, you know, where it vaguely sounds like something terrible might have happened. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then it's like so and so really like step nudge. away from acting. <laughs> and at 92 retiring. years old, uh, <laughs> Michael Keaton has retired. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn it, really got me there. But yeah, this is um, this is a weird one. It is. Yeah. I, had any of you seen it before this? No, but I know like why everyone loves it during Halloween because it definitely fits the vibe. Yeah, it definitely fits the vibe. It's um, what's that man's name? Tim Burton. Uh, and it's it's very obviously Tim Burton from everything about its aesthetic. It's got that like dead Halloween gothic, I, I, yeah, got very gothic gothic comedy vibe that has become so known for like any of his movies at this point. Yeah. Um, I wonder if actually that's why Michael Keaton plays Beetlejuice is because Burton worked with him on Batman. Probably, probably. I mean, uh, Burton normally gets the same people half the time. I don't know what he did with Alec Baldwin before this, but I know Winona Ryder was in. Uh... Was she in Edward Scissorhands or was she in something else with Tim Burton? I've seen Edward Scissorhands, but I saw it like 10 years ago, so I cannot say for sure. Mm. Um, I have the wiki open here on my phone. Winona Ryder was in Stranger Things. No, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> she was in Stranger Things. Stranger yeah. Things. Wow. All right. Wow. Uh, did, yeah. you, was, did you know that's that a Tim Burton show? <laughs> I got I got laughs from the crowd back here, too. <laughs> it's more laughing at, at you. <laughs> Did you know there's a Beetlejuice 2 coming out? That's been like coming out for years. I it's got a poster finally. Does I it think actually? that yeah, it's yeah, been I, coming on uh, on and off for years that it's coming. Uh, I don't know if it's actually coming this time. Michael but. Keaton seemingly has officially re- uh, signed on for Beetlejuice 2 as of January 25th of this year. Yeah, that let's see if it actually comes out though. Let's see what happens. Let's see if it gets it if it gets out of uh, production. Now. What the fuck would Beetlejuice 2 even be? Because l- let's talk about Beetlejuice 1. Um, I don't know if this counts as a movie. <laughs> it, this has barely a plot. It, yeah, it's it's a very simple plot. Is couple dies and they want the house back, basically. Yeah, but then that's the entirety of the movie. It's like, oh, we need to scare these people off. Okay, we're not scary. Get Beetlejuice, and that's halfway through the movie. Yeah, they only really come to that conclusion literally, like <laughs> in like the second act of the film. Yeah, it, and it's weird because everything up until that point. And even especially everything after that point just feels like a series of events just occurring. Like Beetlejuice like comes there. Yeah. Like, well, Beetlejuice shows up eventually, right? He starts scaring the family. He uh, takes the form of like a snake. He kind of spooks him out a little bit. And the family's like, okay, no, we don't want you to scare the girl. Um, so then Beetlejuice like becomes tiny. And then the girl frees Beetlejuice. And then he tries to marry her to get like a, a living green card. And um, is that what they call it? No, but that's no, what that's what Chris is called. That's basically that's what it is. That's it is. That's what it is. I think the because the, there's a Beetlejuice musical for those yes. who aren't aware. Um, and it's actually I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've listened to a couple of the tracks and I actually really do like it. Uh, and I think in in that they do straight up just call it a living green card. 
nice. Yeah, that's I mean, it is what like that's literally what it is. I, I kind of can't remember the ending. Did he die? Beetlejuice, he gets go thrown back to like hell or the underworld. I don't think he I don't he's already dead, so he can't die twice, right? That's not how ghosts work in this. Well, they did say that there was uh dead for the dead for the dying. Uh like the purgatory. Exorcism is dead for the dying. Uh, anyway, yeah, he, but he didn't Beetle get exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Beetle just leaves. Um, and Winona Ryder gets A on her math test. And that is the entire film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um anyway, on to movie two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't legitimately like. Is there anything else to really talk about in this movie? Oh, I'll give exactly. this movie. It's it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's it's a fun enough watch. It's like an hour and a half, so it's, it's really a, short. It's really short. It's really fun. I get why like every year it comes back up to be like, oh, just thrown on for Halloween with the kids. It's like, yeah, even though when you watch it now, it's like this movie opens with not opens with like the first thirty minutes involve them scaring the new family, and it's like, oh, she hung herself. Oh, she chopped Alec Baldwin's head off. I'm like, this is a children's movie. You yeah, know, I I saw this movie when I was seven, and uh-huh. uh, I think it made me cry. I don't. Really, <laughs> I did not have a good time when I yeah, first saw this movie. I mean, as a like, because watching it as a kid, I'm like, oh, seeing someone getting hung, that's definitely gonna stay with you. Head chopped yeah. off in a gruesome way, definitely staying with you. The faces they make when they are talking to the woman under in the underworld, and they make the deformed faces, definitely gonna Sticks terrify them. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, listen, it, I, it, I did. You know, we talked about having a category of movies that traumatized me as a child. We could have probably put this one right in there. Probably. Yeah, um, because it did not leave me okay. And I, at worst, I following that night, I watched this weird Dr. Seuss special that was about mutually assured destruction between America and the communists. And it was what Dr. Seuss a, special were what? you watching? <laughs> it was a really weird night. It was really Are you sure weird, this wasn't man. one of those like you dreamt it kind of things again? No, because I actually found the special. Um, was it about Dr. The... Seuss? But yeah, you know, it, it's Dr. It's animated Dr. Seuss. That doesn't and make that makes it worse. It's it's an animated Doctor Seuss special about these two nations that are building. They're they're constantly building more weapons to destroy one another, and it's an arms race. And it basically ends with each like the main character from each country holding what is effectively a nuclear bomb, and saying, "I guess now all that matters is who drops it first, you or I." And then the special ends. And the huh. special was called "One Fish, Two Fish." <laughs> yeah, actually, funny enough, it was it was actually it was actually an anthology of three specials, and I don't remember the first one. This was the second one, and I do remember it in the third one a fish saw something really weird and then he shot himself in the head because he said, <laughs> I guess I saw everything. And then he killed himself. Wow. It was, it was a really weird night. Are you sure this is Dr. Seuss? Man, I don't know what the fuck and I found. Nate, how old were you when you watched this again? I was seven. It was last night. <laughs> yeah, so last year? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually an eight-year-old, guys. I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> I'm actually just a big toddler. I'm, I'm really smart for my age, but... Uh, that's debatable for eight for eight <laughs> not even then uh, anyway back to back to beetlejuice <laughs> um winona Ryder plays uh well i guess she's been in stranger Th- strange she's been in stranger things than this movie crazy i kick him right now <laughs> you can't reach me that's why i left the country um I can kick you from the call kick you out of the chat you idiot <laughs> Oh no! Fuck it! That he meant violent, physical, physical violence. I would, I wouldn't kick him because then who knows? Adding him back might be a whole shit show. Oh yeah, that could absolutely <laughs> destroy the audience. Let's not risk it. Um, yeah, she plays the most gothic child of all time. Yes, just it's the most Tim Burton thing I've ever seen. The most depressed human being 
to ever walk this earth. <laughs> the line when she says like, oh, why can you see us? Because we're like dead. It's like, um, only the strange can like see ghosts. I'm the strangest of all. It's like, God damn it. Shut the hell up. Go, it go outside. It was the weird. Hey, get some and sunlight, please. What's worse, there's there's a I, I recently finished season five of Riverdale um, and there's a quote in Riverdale. And you know what? Just remember this day. And when we do our Riverdale episode years down the line, <laughs> I'm going to come back quote? to it. Um, no, no, I can't because Please. it doesn't actually, it's not as funny out of context. It Are needs sure the context. It, it's really not. It's, so you it's, can't, so why even bring it up? You so asshole. Basically, so that anyone watching this in the future will then look up our Riverdale episode and see me make the reference. Okay, we're not going to, we're not going to do a Riverdale, Riverdale episode for like two years. In six months, damn it. Riverdale for season six. It's getting a crossover with Sabrina. I'm so excited. <laughs> we have to make it happen. And I told you about Sabrina. That show was a dumpster fire too. Yeah. Both those shows are dumb. Anyway, um, that's it. What's your favorite scene in this movie? Well, I I have one scene besides Keaton. Yeah, favorite scene. Yeah, there's one scene in this movie I think stands out. I do kind of. I like the beginning when they're just realizing they're ghosts and they're dealing with that shit. Faison. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really remember much of this movie. I'm not counting nope. any Keaton scene because he steals everything. He steals everything. But no yeah, mention I, of the Calypso scene. Oh, that wasn't going to be a favorite scene. That was just a weird scene. That's. I think that's a scene that's relatively well liked. Is it? I mean, yeah, I could see I it being well liked. I don't. I yeah, don't Tim, Tim Burton was very concerned about it. Tim Burton thought it was going to be terrible and he didn't want to do it. But they did it anyway for some reason. Hmm. And uh, it is actually considered a fan favorite scene among, among Beetlejuicers. Is it? Uh, I think so. Anyway. Oh, are they called <laughs> Beetlejuicers? Is that a thing? I, that's probably not a thing. I, I'm absolutely making that. I'm coining that term right now before Beetlejuice 2 comes out and gets a huge fandom around it. I'm going to start calling it Beetlejuice. You're start so a let it, fucking, <laughs> like a starts, Tumblr page. Like, <laughs> Beetlejuice, and the, Beetlejuice and the one slur and Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, anyway, actually, I do have one thing I would like. I want to say about this movie. The only thing, really. Um, the musical changes the plot a lot, actually. So what? Um... So basically, it, it doesn't change it directly. But like what happens is when Ona Ryder actually wants to scare her father, like significantly, and she was yeah. almost willing to make a deal with Beetlejuice to do it until um, she realizes that the two dead people can do like the possession stuff for her because she wants to scare her father. And I, I thought it was her stepmother, but I could be wrong. It is. That. Um, yeah. And eventually, like they kind of fail her. So she does make the deal with Beetlejuice to actively like to scare the shit out of her father into paying attention to her. Um, and then they also murder a couple of Girl Scouts. And then at the end of the movie, the marrying of Beetlejuice, it's actually intentional. It's part of like they, they, she's OK with this part of the deal to marry Beetlejuice to give him a life green card. Um, and they do. Mar- she does marry Beetlejuice. And then she stabs him in the chest right after so he can like properly pass on. OK. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say, which is that it's, it's surprisingly different, and I don't know why. He's also not a bio exorcist here. He's just training um, Alec Baldwin and his her, his wife on how to be dead, like just how to be dead properly and like what to do. Okay. Yeah, like it, it's it's dra- It's surprisingly different in a lot of small ways, and I I think I actually prefer it. <laughs> that sounds like it has. I don't know if it's gonna be better or not, but it definitely has more story to it compared to this. Yeah, I think I definitely enjoy it more from from the parts I've seen. Uh, Winona Ryder's character and Beetlejuice actually do build up like a solid friendship and dynamic over the course of the movie. 
Mm. So it's it just I, it's not what I was expecting when going into this. Like this movie was nothing like I thought it was going to be because I seen those bits of the musical before yeah. I saw this. So it's just been a weird fucking experience. That's it though. I don't got anything else to say. What do you think? Do you guys have like a funniest moment or not really? Well, that answers my question. I got one. No, I got one. <laughs> I had to think about it, Tyler. Come on. <laughs> um, I have one that I like where he said Beetlejuice is like. Um, the, or they ask the, the couple asked Beetlejuice like, "Oh, can you even do something scary?" It's like, "I could do something scary," and then it, like just cuts behind him. It's like spiders. <laughs> oh yeah, face yeah, opens yeah. up to spiders. I like that one. <laughs> that was good. Uh, um, for me, it's when Beetlejuice is talking to I forgot one other guy his character's name, but like they're talking, and he's trying to get her to say his name, and he's like, "Oh, okay, just uh, look over there." She's like, "I don't know what you're doing. Just look, look, for, t- turn around." And it's a fucking Beetle says, "Hey, how's it going?" And she just freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> that is a solid bit as well. Uh, I do want to say something weird about the ending of this movie, right? It feels so weird because, like, the ending of the movie is basically like Winona Ryder's mom gets to do her sculpting and her dad gets to relax, and Winona Ryder gets, you know, raised by these two ghosts. <laughs> they share and the house, and then that, they obviously like the ghosts more than uh, her actual parents. Yeah. So it's just like the ghosts just help co parenting her, and it's just mm. really strange. Such a, such a bizarre way to end the movie. <laughs> um, also, I want to point out. Did it seem like it, when they died, it seemed like that was kind of preventable death, right? Yeah. I, it, it seemed malicious and intent. <laughs> it really feels like that dog murdered them. Oh, yeah. The dog straight up was like looking at them. <laughs> huh? If I get off, you're going to die. I'm going to get off. But at the same time, it's like they fall into the river. It's not like, not like it's not a de- it's not like a deep drop. It's not like they sink immediately. They slowly sink. And the window was open, I think. Tyler says that he wouldn't die in Beetlejuice. He's just built different. Because uh, would you so, die or would you just like... I Well, the honestly, ship's going 50, down, 50. I'm saying it. <laughs> it's a 50-50. I don't know. It, it just seemed like it was like... <laughs> they could have done a bit more to stay alive. I don't know. Yeah. If they really wanted to. <laughs> and all I know pretty, is that dog pretty accepting it of their yeah, thing. Like if they wanted to make it like, oh, there was no way they would survived. I don't know. Bigger drop something. Well, actually, Tyler, if you watch the deleted scenes, they actually do climb out of the river alive, and then the dog um, shoots them with the gun. He just shoots, <laughs> finishes the job, <laughs> shoots them both in the chest, and that's that's the dog that's... actually just opens his mouth and breathes fire. <laughs> Plots was it's a hellhound. hellhound. There it is. <laughs> oh my god! Go oh, watch, the football uh, team is pretty we... funny. Oh yeah, that was a good bit. The, the football team that doesn't know they're dead. <laughs> what do we want to do coach it's like your coach you're dead your coach made it <laughs> your coach made it where's the bathroom really you're, you're dead you're really going to all right <laughs> there was also apparently a um a joke there's a joke in there where an entire plane just crashes and everyone in it dies and um i think like, the way they made the joke was like uh it's like flight 197 now arriving <laughs> in the yeah. background of one of the scenes Oh, okay. That's actually a reference to a real plane crash. So suddenly this got oh, morbid. This isn't funny anymore. It was it was laughable <laughs> a moment ago, and then my girlfriend ruined it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> let's just not even talk about this movie anymore. I guess. Commercials, please. End it on that yeah, one. Yeah, let's, let's go to commercials. Right. We'll be right run back. Them, run, them, run them quick. If you have the time, don't forget to check out the Bite Size Review podcast. There, I review TV shows and movies so that you don't have to. Your time is precious and you don't have time to waste it. So each week, I'll review a TV show or a movie and give you a bite-sized review. See you there. Um, so 
y'all got anything fun? Batman. Oh yeah, we got a we got a flash trailer. Um, oh, <laughs> <Wait>. sorry, <laughs> Batman. No, I'm yeah, sorry. Batman. Got All right, cool. We got a flash. Wait, wait, wait. Trailer. No, no, no. Let me explain my thought process here. Because in the flash trailer, we get Michael Keaton's Batman returning officially. Okay. Um, in the trailer, so I thought Batman, Beetlejuice, Michael Keaton, Tim Burton. So Michael Keaton, going, Batman man. in the Flash. Yeah, that's a whole thing. Not, not just <laughs> saying. Oh, the Batman trailer came out. Okay, first of all, you didn't say the Batman. You oh, I'm Batman. sorry. What? Oh, yeah. I was definitely talking uh, uh, about Michael uh, Keaton, not Robert Pattinson. I'm honestly a bit more excited for Michael Keaton coming back in the role. I think that's going to be stupid and campy. Um, but I also, yes, the the Batman, the uh, Matt Reeves movie, uh, looks pretty good. Did you see the trailer phase on? I haven't. Me and Tyler I talked about it a little bit on now. Twitter. <laughs> we'll let you catch up as we talk about it. Um, yeah, it seems fun. Seems like a proper detective story is the way it's being described. Which yeah, is it's supposed to be like three hours. It's supposed to be like nearly three hours long. And then for the most part, he's always like he's always Batman. I think there's like one or two scenes where he's Bruce, but for the most part, he's mainly Batman. Okay. I think I like that. I'm pretty intrigued by it. Uh, I think it'll be a top three Batman story for me personally. I don't think it's honestly going to beat out the Dark Knight for me. I don't. It's hard to beat out the Dark Knight. It's, I, I can't. I'm not going to call it because it's one. It's only a trailer. Yeah, it's only it's only a trailer. Uh, I think it has a, it has a strong supporting cast. It has hey, Catwoman. Uh, yeah, we got we got Catwoman. The Riddler. Yep, Penguin. Penguin. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised by no Two Face in this because they're uh, like this is loosely an adaptation of Long Halloween. Yeah. Um, maybe they want to kind of like move away from the Dark Knight movies. I think that's fair. I think that's right. Well, yeah, because I mean, even if you want to say like Catwoman was in the Dark Knight movies, technically nobody cared. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, really. nobody cares about like the highlights Catwoman. were, you know, Two-Face, Joker, the middle one, Bane. Like, I, nobody, Bane was, I didn't like I didn't, I didn't like the Bane. Bane one that much, but like it was yeah, a thing no. for a while. People do yeah, the voice all the time still. Yeah. Faison's got us there. That's checkmate. Uh, I think that yeah, I, I kind of still was I like when this movie was still in like early pre-production and I knew it was going to be an adapt- adaptation of long, uh, the long Halloween or a loose adaptation again. Uh, I was really expecting Two-Face. So I'm a little I'm still I'm a little I'm not disappointed, but just a little surprised. Um, I maybe think he's it, there. Who knows? <laughs> we get to see him turn into Two-Face. We'll see again. I mean, they did that again. Did Dark Knight, so. <laughs> just do run it, run it, run back the hits. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for it. I have a soft spot for Tim Burton's. Um, What's the second Batman? Not the Dark Knight Return. Batman Returns. It's Batman Returns. Right? I think so. Yeah, Batman Returns. The Penguin one with Danny DeVito. Um, I have just a huge soft spot for that movie to the point that I don't know if this will be able to personally best it for me. But uh, I am excited. I am excited. I think it's going to be... I think it's pretty easy to say it'll be top three. It looks I good. mean, it should be. And plus, the by the trailers, you don't see much of Riddler, and I really like how they're kind of hiding him. Yeah. It kind of feels like... Riddler is going to be uh, in prison for most of the movie. Well, he's supposed to be this like serial killer. They're doing like he's a serial killer in this one, yeah. but he's still doing all the riddles. So if he's just behind uh, in jail, but he's still killing people out there, it's going to be an interesting way to do it. Yeah, I agree. I think. Sorry, it's interesting way to do it. Yeah, I, I think. Sorry, audio is being a little choppy. I think it will be kind of like that, just because like, we see Batman like banging against the windows. Mm. Uh, to like yell at Riddler, Riddler. So it's kind of feels it feels like he's trying to undo whatever the Riddler already set in motion, and yeah. Riddler's kind of just toying with him the whole time. So it's gonna be another interrogation scene. 
Oh yeah, just it's like the Dark Knight. Exactly like the Dark. It's gonna draw comparisons to the Dark Knight immediately. Which, I mean, like I'm not like yeah, like okay, if you do an interrogation scene, whatever, because the interrogation scene is one of the most iconic scenes in anything now. Yeah, uh, but I also think any Batman movie that comes out will draw comparisons to the, the Dark Knight, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I think it's weird just because recently I've seen a lot of Dark Knight retractors uh, lately saying that the Christopher Nolan Batman films are actually bad all along. Well, I mean, they, not yeah. all of them. A lot, I see a lot of uh, pushback for it rises because of some stupid shit. Rises begins, is okay. Batman begins, I'm, like. seeing, I'm seeing the opposite. I'm seeing more people say like, oh, because no one talks about it. They're saying like, oh, you should actually remember that there's a first one in the trilogy, not just Dark Knight. No, don't like, you don't need to remember there's a first one in the trilogy. I don't it's know. Not I very like the first good. one. It's not, I don't think it's, it's not very good. Bad. I just. I think the first one has more to do with like the city looks more like Gotham Scarecrow School. Yeah, but like th- there's a reason everybody talks about the second movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's, it's so much better than the other two. Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally think that if all three movies were around the same quality as the first and third, it would be an underwhelming. It wouldn't even be considered that good of a trilogy. Like I agree. it, it would have kind of fallen to the wayside of like, okay, yeah, they did this Batman trilogy in the 2000s. The like middle one's was, the, the I watched classic. it. It was good. Like it was yeah. okay. That's about That's it. What it. The reason that it's getting so many like it, it draws so many comparisons, especially with this one, is just because it's, it's mostly Heath Ledger, and I mean that entire second movie is just fucking super well written as well. It, yeah, it's a great movie. We're gonna cover a lot of Batman content leading up to and taking part of this Batman movie probably because hmm. uh, I know we want to handle it. I think we also might want to hit the Dark Knight Returns and stuff like that. But we 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 went over it very loosely. Anyway, on to the second back, movie. Yeah, <laughs> our second movie is. Ghost, the 1990 romance slash fantasy film. <clears throat> Sam Wheat is a banker. Molly Jensen is an artist, and the two are madly in love. However, when Sam is murdered by friend and corrupt business partner Carl Bruner over a shady business deal, he is left to roam the earth as a powerless spirit. When he learns of Carl's betrayal, Sam must seek the help of psychic Whoopi Goldberg to set the things right and protect him. Molly from Carl and his goons. I didn't want to say the whole name. It was too many letters. Otomay? Yeah, Otomay Brown is three three words. I skipped over it. That's three the words entire summary when they tell you the whole first half of the movie? I'd say yeah. the whole plot of the movie. It's, it's everything outside of the ending. Pretty much. It's everything you know, like outside you, of Crazy Train Guy. Like, you don't even know that... I mean, like, you can... Get, it's The movie is pretty predictable. Like, you can guess that his friend was the one who basically set him up. But, like, you don't know that until more than halfway like 30 minutes 40 minutes of the movie yeah, yeah. the summary was like two sentences in I, I do like how the first part of that summary it just sounds like a mute meet cute he was a banker she was an artist <laughs> an unlikely pairing but they made it work they were madly yeah, pretty in much. love <laughs> until <laughs> he died until tragedy struck a single bullet an alleyway two dead parents and that's batman again god damn it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ghost is just a Batman AU where only Bruce's dad died and also Bruce wasn't born and his dad was a banker and his mom was a <laughs> and he just didn't exist. <laughs> Anything can be an AU if you try hard enough. Right? Uh, uh, Tyler, tell me about the this movie and, and the, the awards and all that jazz because you know things. It got five nominations and two wins, which is kind of weird. Watch, like, for I, this is the first time we all watch it, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's better no, no, than I watched I thought. It before. Okay, then it's just two of us. It's better than I thought it was going to be. I I didn't have high hopes when I looked it up and I saw some of the pictures for the movie. 
I mean, it what, just looked. What came up? Was it the pottery scene? Was it the kissing in the chest? Yeah, it was the yeah. kissing, the pottery scene, just just the um, just the actual like cover of the movie itself is kind of weird. Yeah, the cover's not that good. Not a good cover. Yeah. So it's... I didn't have high hopes coming into the movie. But did it pay off? Yeah, I I didn't think it was bad. No, I think it's pretty good actually. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot better than you would expect it to be, and it kind of. I mean, like every one of these movies has 90s or 80s CGI, so that part's gonna age terribly. But I mean, like, yeah. it's whatever at this point. I think the CGI in this one's not terrible because it's used to like a very there's a weird there's a campy effect to it. Like when he walks through the body of a of a doctor and you just see like the cells and the capillaries. Like it's so ridiculous that it <laughs> that's that the, like actually, it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like when people go to hell, they get like taken away by like evil shadows, which I actually kind of like the imagery of. Oh no, and I like that like, too. It's kind yeah. of the, the moment when that happens is like the movie actually goes like, oh no, this is terrifying. It's like, what the fuck is this? These <laughs> random dog figures come and drag you down. <laughs> I really think they're just the spirits of other people who've already been dragged. Wow, it's like, like, yes, there is a hell and it's scary. It's like the it's and I the want Rick you here with me. <laughs> it's the Rick and Morty episode where the warrior had to have Rick kill him, except he oh gets killed by a car, and then he's like, Oh, wait, it's real, it's real, it's real. It's like, yeah, that's what happens. Question: Since this movie came out in 1990, it would have been in the 1991 Oscars. I because I have not so. found I have not found it when looking up the 1990 Oscars. I want to know what one. No, yeah, 1991. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Kevin Cost. No, I'm sorry, it's Kevin Cost. <laughs> That's incorrect. Uh, what did they get nominated for, Tyler? Best picture. Best picture. Okay. Let's get anything else. You said like five nominations. Yeah. Best picture. Uh, supporting best supporting. Role. Yeah. Against Goodfellas and Dances with Wolves. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. And I have Dancing with seen... Wolves won. No, no, I'm sorry. Was... No, this one best script. This one best script. Jesus. Yeah, it feels like that? I feel like yeah. this is a very simple movie. Yeah. It's not it's not particularly complex. I don't know if it necessarily deserved to win best script. <laughs> It looks like Dancing with Wolves really did sweep a lot of the Oscars that time. Okay, mm-hmm. it was. It doesn't look like it was actually against a huge amount. Um, it was against a Woody Allen movie, uh, a movie called Avalon, Green Green Card, and Metropolitan. I think I've heard of Metropolitan. I've heard of Metropolitan. Yeah, I've heard that's good, but the other two I know nothing about. Um, so it looks like, in terms of screenplay, it didn't actually have the hardest competition. Yeah, and I, know, I haven't seen any of them. Got, I haven't yeah. seen any of these to like say it shouldn't have. And then Whoopi Goldberg winning for Best Supporting Actress, I guess is okay. I don't know about that. I don't know. I've not seen I've not seen Goodfellas or Dancing with Wolves, so I can't really say. I think Whoopi was good here, though. But no, like, she came, is good. Yeah, like Best this came out right. Actress. Best Supporting Actress, good. That is the question. <laughs> so you got to see the other movies eventually to really know for sure. I think that like this came out kind of like right before she did a whole bunch of other comedies. She did like Sister Act eventually. Sister Act 2, um, I think other things. But I actually <laughs> you can't... only know the Sister Act. <laughs> I, I actually had both of those movies on DVD as a child. <laughs> what did you um, watch growing up? The line... <laughs> It's like the weirdest. Just... <laughs> like... <laughs> it's just the weirdest of... combination of things. Do you ever hear of the 1990s horror movie called Virus? <laughs> had that on VHS? No, I had I The Haunting with Owen Wilson and Catherine Zeta-Jones on VHS. <laughs> I had the Mummy animated series, the whole collection on DVD. Uh, there was an animated Mummy series. There was, and I owned it all. Uh, 
I don't, okay. I don't even know, man. My childhood feels like someone made it up with Mad Libs. Sometimes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Every time. Every time uh, you just list off stuff you watch, I get like it explains Muppets a Treasure lot. Island with Tim Curry. I love that. Great time. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, uh, so one thing I do want to say for there's the famous pottery scene, right? So yep. every that's like the most famous thing about this movie is the scene that's like kind of mocked or not referenced uh, the most parody. That's the better word. Um, am I the only one who thought that happened after he was dead? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm the only one. No, 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 no. We're going with you. That Sorry, we yeah, thought yeah. that it was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah. I could have swore that scene happened after he was dead, and it was like his ghost. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was just gonna be like again. Me and Faison saw this for the first time, so I thought. I, like, oh, this is died. not my first time. <laughs> Yeah, I still fell for it. Yeah, for you, I don't know what the hell you were doing, but like for us, it was like, oh, he died. She's probably like trying to not forget about him, but like working on his stuff to not focus on it. Get along with normal life. Yeah, Yeah. and then he would be like a ghost and then just doing all this stuff. And like he obviously can't feel or do anything with it. But like the fact that it's in the beginning of the movie when he's still alive and it's just a very long sex scene. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very long scene. I will, I do want to say real quick though, in my defense, I did watch this movie like well over 10 years ago when I had it on VHS. Again, a lot of weird movies as a kid. Um, but so I, I think it's fair that I don't remember that <laughs> to be 100%. Yeah. Yeah, this this sat right next to the entire Shirley Temple collection because I also <laughs> own <laughs> You guys remember the commercial? Yeah, know, Animal I do. Cry? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember that one. Yeah, I, I own that entire set of fucking movies. I just found shit sometimes. I don't okay. know. What... <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's, it's weird because like, even it just makes it feels like it makes more sense to have been when it was. I thought I was gonna get referenced again, like we're so gonna get. It the I first thought they're gonna get a. I thought it was a yeah the one one the first scene and then he's dead and then like he does it again except it's much sadder now because he can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, and we're like he manages to use his power to like physically for her to feel like he's there, you know. But no, instead it was just it was just, just that just it was the foreplay. <laughs> yeah, it was the <laughs> it was the foreplay for a sex scene that really goes on for a bit too long way too yeah. long it's yeah. not the worst sex scene i've ever seen in a movie no it's just very long i mean yeah. I, it technically it's like the party scene and then a sex scene but like they go together and it you, you just count it as one whole thing yeah i have a question I, has there ever yeah. been like a sex scene that you've seen that felt necessary to a movie uh, uh book smart kind of has it but it's not really a sex scene or at least it's like Something any any sequence? In, no, never mind. I was gonna say any sequence in premature, but the whole point is he doesn't get laid in that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the ending of the forty-year-old virgin. That's a okay. pivotal plot moment. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. What well, question? What's what's the worst sex scene you've ever seen in a movie? Because I have mine right off the top of my head. It's it's Watchmen. It's Watchmen. It's yeah, it's Watchmen. Wow. Yeah. Wait, which goom. which? Are you talking about the you talking about the movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Time yeah. Well. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm talking to both of you guys at the same time there. So you're talking about the room. Yes, that is actually a terrible sex scene. I still have to give it to Watchmen though, because Hallelujah. Um, the bad cover, the not even the bad cover, the bad original singer it, Hallelujah playing. And then right as you come hitting the flamethrower button on your spaceship, it all just gives me bad vibes. Yeah. It looks <laughs> just, the, uh it's oh man. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry I brought this up. <laughs> <laughs> we solved a lot of questions for this one today. Um, we I want to just talk about. Others. I want to just talk about how brutal the murder or the death of um, his shitty friend is. 
like the guy who tries to kill him. Like it's just a sudden increase of him. violence. Well, the guy who does get him killed, yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> dead. <laughs> well, both of the deaths movie. are pretty brutal. That I, for, I forgot his name. Roy, I think. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he gets stabbed by glass, like falling window glass. Yeah. The other guy, Louis, gets, gets crushed. Gets crushed. Yeah, that's a brutal one, too. Yeah, the murders in this movie, like the way the, way the villains die really is no, like... they died on accident. It wasn't murder. <laughs> yeah, they didn't get fucking murdered. It's, you're right. What are you yes. talking about? <laughs> there, was no, there were no fingerprints for Patrick Swayze on scene. So exactly. How could he have possibly killed <laughs> Officer, I wasn't... I was dead. <laughs> What's your alibi? Well, I died three weeks ago, so... All right, it checks out. Uh, yeah, it just... It feels like those scenes were like suddenly and incredibly brutal. It was like, holy shit, wow, I kind of didn't see that coming. <laughs> Um, I think one thing this movie does really good though is the whole cast has great chemistry. Yeah, uh, Patrick sure. Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg, especially, I think are just they're just really good together, really strong dynamic. Yeah, anytime they're talking and he's making her miserable is just a great time. When he makes her give up the four million dollars to the nunnery, and she's just like, I, I, oh, she's losing her fucking shit. <laughs> fucking great scene. Um, when he's keeping her up at night by singing Henry the Fifth. Yeah, and then the scene later where, um. What's her name? The girlfriend? Demi Moore. Demi Moore's character yeah. is like, that's how he got me to go out with him. <laughs> it's just, there's actually quite a lot of good humor throughout the course of this movie. Yeah. Uh, I do think this movie does ring a little bit sad because, you know, Patrick Swayze died in 2008. Um, yeah. Watching the ending scene, uh, I'm get like, I'm pretty sure this movie was played more when he died. So watching definitely. that end scene is both for Sam and for Patrick Swayze. And it's a really good one. Yeah. It's really good. I think that's like it's probably one of the best send-offs I feel like I've seen recently, at least. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, it's just a really emotional sequence. Cause you I think you know, the plot's very simple, not a super complex script or anything like that, but it sells you on all of the emotion. You know, it sells you on the relationship. It shows you it sells you on how frustrated Patrick Swayze's character is that like he literally can't do anything while all this whole other shit's going down, while there's like a criminal in his in his fiance's wife's girlfriend's. Um, in Demi Moore's house, like, tro- like maybe potentially gonna kill him, can tell kill her. Like he's he's utterly powerless here, and you're really sold on that fact. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely understand why this movie was so popular because it was quite popular when it came out. Um, it was the top grossing movie of the year. It was yeah, it was the top gross. Wow, that's actually it, been more than made I thought. A lot of money. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, according to Wikipedia, box office was five hundred and five point seven million dollars. This movie did not cost very much to make, did it? 22 million. Yeah, sounds about right. God, that is that is impressive. I think every single couple watched this movie and then that exact same night played that song. <laughs> they went, they went right out of the theater, they got that track and they got some play. And a lot of kids were born nine months after this movie was made. <laughs> 1991 was a <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I think it's I think it's nice. I, I like this movie sounds, actually. I liked it, yeah. Yeah, a lot more than I would have even expected to on the rewatch. I think yeah. it's just a good time. Yeah, I didn't think I'd like it that much. Neither did I. I was expecting it to be like, I was expecting it to be okay. really cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a, a cheesy romance movie, but it plays the romance and all the other aspects of the plot really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea that the actual part of the movie wasn't just, oh, he wants to get back together in the afterlife, <laughs> I guess. But like the plot of That's him being like, oh, he's in the afterlife. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler just know. made a Tyler just created a terrifying <laughs> plot for a ghost romance movie where the ghost husband is trying to kill his living wife <laughs> so that they can be together in the afternoon. And it's like a dark, it's like a black comedy. Yeah, 
It's a great idea. Does it sound, bad, does it sound bad though? It no, doesn't it sounds sound really good. terrible. Um, I'm, Tyler, work. I get to work on the script. Pass it over my desk, and we'll see what we can do. Uh huh. I walk <laughs> over to your desk in uh, twelve years. I don't know how long it take to walk over there. <laughs> well, uh, uh, it's if impossible. you can swim. It depends on how fast you can swim. <laughs> on that note, though, is there anything else you guys want to say about Ghost? Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have anything else to say. Oh, Subway Ghost. <laughs> what? The Subway Ghost. That oh, guy. Subway Ghost. Yeah. Crazy, crazy man who may or may not have been pushed into the subway. Probably. Was he? I think he was. Was he pushed or jumped? It's a bit but hard to jump? say. Yeah. It, it, it could be that he was pushed. But to me, it felt more like he had jumped and then regretted the decision. And over all these years, he's convinced himself that he was pushed. Yeah. I kind of got that, too. That's the vibe I got from it, at least. Because yeah, I feel I like if... Because I feel like... Like, the movie ends with Sam going to heaven. Uh, but I'm guessing that... Because you see another ghost go to heaven. It's not like he decided to stay down. So did the subway ghost not want to go up and felt like he had more to do down here? I mean, yeah, even when Sam could have gone to heaven, he chose not to. Not, like he made the active decision to stay. Yeah, so um, I'm guessing if the guy killed himself, he must he have felt like he had unfinished mistake, business. So he had to stay compared to if he was just pushed, he would have gone up. Unless he wanted yeah. revenge. Unless he wanted to kill the fucking people who did. He wanted yeah, revenge so. against the train. <laughs> the fact that he stood on the train does make it feel like a mixed like, it feels like if he had been pushed he would have tried hunting those people down a long time ago Yeah, uh, he's clearly been here a long time because his mental state has drastically deteriorated implying to me that he did in fact jump and regretted the decision right at the last moment yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, on that note though anything else I think that's it All right. commercials commercials I am Wes, modern mythology enthusiast and defender of the realm of toy collecting. This is Andy, my fearless friend. Fabulous secrets were revealed to me the day I powered up my dynamic mic and said, Welcome to Fandom Power! Andy became the mighty producer Andrew Daw, and I became host Wes, the newest pop culture podcaster on the interwebs. Only two others shared this secret friend of the show and regular co-host Hank McLaughlin, and my lovely wife Kimberly. Together we explore the realms of fandom and bring it to you as only we can. Fandom Power is available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fandom Power is a Sawcast production. Did you guys hear about uh, The Last Duel, Ridley Scott movie? No. Uh, I, I know of it. What about it? Yeah, it, well, it came out apparently. <laughs> um, and it, it has did. utterly bombed on a yeah. budget of a hundred and four million dollars. Opening wow. weekend, four point eight million. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. In, in fact, in the theater in the town that I live, it actually has a single showing. You know, it has two showings today. It had one at twelve and then one at eight o'clock. What's it called again? The Last, Last Duel. Duel. And it has it has a pretty star-studded cast. Uh, Adam Driver, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Oh, this movie. This Yeah, I've seen the trailer. Bombed? I want to see it. I actually yeah. do want to watch this movie. It, it bombed, but I think it's purely on the marketing. Because like we yeah, are I, all vaguely aware of this movie. Actually, it got really good reviews. 87% well on Tomatoes, 7.7 on IMDb. 3.8 on Letterboxd. It seems relatively well-liked. 
uh, it just I think it was just marketed like trash because <laughs> we all are vaguely aware of this movie. I certainly have been wanting to watch it. I love medieval movies like this. They, they, they sell me on it. I'm real simple. Um, it's really Scott directing. And we know, you know, even though he's made some crappier movies in the past, he, he can do good shit. Right. Uh, but none of us fucking even realized Dude, it there came actually out. there even aren't that many showtimes here. Yeah. Yeah. Like every I mean, theater like, has two showtimes. I don't know what they could have done to market this better. Cause I mean, it's not, it's not an Oscar movie. So they couldn't do that whole thing in December. It could definitely win for stuff like, um, like costume design, production work. Yeah. But I mean, you don't, even, but you I don't think think promote even a movie win. based off that. I don't know. They could even win for screenplay if, depending on how good the screenplay is. It is I a think- historical drama. It also mm-hmm. they picked a bad time to come out with the. Historical I think it's the drama. timing. Yeah, I think the timing was what's good. It's like it's October. It's more like people, Halloween. Yeah, people yeah. are going to theaters for Halloween movie movies. I'll I'll put it to you this way: if I had to pick between watching this and Venom two, I'm probably going to watch Venom two. Yeah, because it's exactly. kind of yeah. Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I think it was yeah. just the timing of why would you put it out now? Also, really, Scott has two movies coming out in the span of like a month. Really? It's God, this and how's working. Yeah, this and House of Gucci. I think both of them were just screwed because of COVID, so they had to like move it around, and they end up coming yeah. out at the same time. I see. So he wrote Adam Driver twice then. Yes, because Adam Driver is starring in House of Gucci, right? Yep. Yep. How strange! I actually do want to see this. I might end up watching this. I'm probably gonna end up. Yeah, I'll probably end up watching this. You know what Either I want to watch? I want to watch Halloween Kills, and do I don't you? think it's a good movie, but it's like. It's popular. People are watching it, it. People are watching it, and then people are hating the ending. Really? Yeah. You know the ending? I don't know. I, I, he lives. Probably. <laughs> that's the ending. Yeah, that's what if What if the what ending is. is we take off Michael Myers' mask and it's Jamie Lee Curtis? The whole time. It's all been Jamie Lee Curtis. And then Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis takes off her mask and it's Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I mean, I... And we saw the first Halloween last year. Go check out our Halloween episode if you want to hear our thoughts on that. Um, see a very low-budget podcast. Yeah, we did. It, yeah, we did. It was Halloween, Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That was our slasher week. It was like oh. a fourth episode. Was, yeah, I would good, not... was it a good mood? Did we like it? We did. We did. <laughs> we were okay think... with all of them. It was, I think, our, most of our number one picks, I think. Halloween? I, yes. I think I might have picked... Uh... You might have picked Nightmare. Because, but even though I think the ending's garbage, I think the rest of the movie's super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I it's not a movie I'll ever go out of my way for. But if for some reason we end up doing like a Halloween trilogy or something, uh, did we fucking, at some point did we watch this Halloween twenty eighteen? No, no, we did no, not no, watch no, that. The, very the original. One. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Nineteen seventy eight by John Carpenter. Okay, Halloween Kills is the sequel to Halloween twenty eighteen. Yeah. Is it? Yes. yes. Is Halloween 2018 a reboot or sequel of the 1978 one? I think that Halloween it's a reboot. is. I thought it was a sequel. Is it? Because Jamie Lee Curtis is in it and it's supposed yeah. to be after the first one. So it says comes to her oh, final yeah, confrontation. Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. And the 2018 one says final confrontation in the goddamn description. Yeah, so it's a sequel. Bastards lied to me. That one, The 2018 one is a sequel to the first one. Yes. I'm going to make just some assumptions based off the cast list here. Um, Hollow- uh, Michael Myers in Halloween Kills is actually Judy Greer. I'm just going to hard call that. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but I've decided that, yeah, he's, he's definitely Judy Greer in this movie. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. This is an inside scoop leaked for the movie that has yet to release, definitely. That already uh, Halloween Kills. <laughs> um, Tyler, you want to take us away? For Michael Myers, sure. Yeah, please. 
All right, our last movie, the classic Ghostbusters from 1984. I need to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I just um, I just read a review for Halloween Kills. Um, disappointing. Michael Myers does not say his iconic groovy or do I make you horny, baby lines even <laughs> once in the two hour runtime. I love how that's that's <laughs> what made it so disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got to do an Austin Powers episode. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry, Tyler. Please continue with the actual Ghostbusters. podcast. <laughs> yes, Classic it's Ghostbusters. 1984 movie. <laughs> I don't think it actually needs any more introduction. <laughs> Ghostbusters. No, yeah, it's Ghostbusters. It's Bill Murray. It's Harold Ramis. It's Dan Aykroyd. And who is the last guy? Sigourney Weaver is in here. Her- Not Harold Ramis. I already said him. Rick Moranis as the gatekeeper? No. The gatekeeper. Is he the gatekeeper? Or is the he's holder? the gatekeeper. She's the key holder. Wait, no, uh, I'm sorry. Right? Which way is She's it? the gatekeeper. He's the key holder. Yes. yes and then Eddie Hudson is the as the fourth one. <laughs> the fourth, fourth one, one, Tyler. That's an interesting. I'm I'm very <laughs> as the fourth Ghostbuster? Yeah, well, I'm just I hmm, He is the fourth felt... Ghostbuster. I know. No, Tyler. no, no. I, I, know. I just Okay, Chris is trying to make this a racist, racist thing. I know what he's trying um, to do. I just thought it was funny because you gave everybody like what certain like you gave everybody a thing after you said their name and then they, it was I didn't just, give yeah, anything for Dan one. Aykroyd. I didn't give anything after Dan the first guys because they're all going to very true. defensive now. Yeah, no, you're right. Exactly. I didn't fuck up. Don't face he's on. Oh, he's clearing oh, out. He they already, out too. Even well, yeah, they already know he's wrong. Yeah. They already know he's wrong. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't beat the internet. What happens happens. Um, okay, so yeah, I mean, I think the first thing we can talk about about it, it's very quotable. There are and there's you can't really go wrong by just quoting this movie with some of its lines. It's true. so I'm gonna it's true, sir. This man has no dick. <laughs> that's a good one. I was gonna go say uh dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Uh phase on your your ear pick. No. No. <laughs> no. He's actually for the audience who can't, I actually, can't see I us. Totally took mine, to be honest with you, the he's actually one? just making he's just making the face. So now, the I, now I have to, now to, to look up quotes because I don't. I, Tyler took the one that I wanted. <laughs> we can wait. We're patient. I want to say another, but you might. I don't want to steal another. Do it, Tyler. It's a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> I didn't like any of these that much, though. <laughs> Whatever. We'll just continue. Okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, compared to Beetlejuice, it has more plot. Compared to Ghost, it doesn't have that much plot, so it's right in the middle. Yeah, I I think it's weird. I think that people rem- people you know people remember this movie fondly, right? Um, they felt very people feel oddly strongly about this movie because I'm gonna be honest, I don't think it's actually that great in retrospect. It's just kind of like a solid, kind of fun B list Halloween movie to me at this point. Yeah, but this is also probably like something people grew up on. A lot of people it grew is. up on, right? That's, That's exactly the, the thing. point. People grew up on it. And I think also a lot of people who grew up on this uh, ended up growing up on the cartoon, which I've heard is very good. Yeah. For its time, probably means I also it's think not this that is great. Probably, this is probably one of the first movies that like, that's kind of like this. Like the, horror for kids? Yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah, okay. Like, it's still, a, it's not a horror movie, but it's like the Halloween vibe, and you can, it's a family movie, more or less, minus blowjob yeah. scene. Yeah. Minus the, minus the blowjob scene. Yeah, I, I think don't that's know why that was there, fair. actually. 
it's it's weird. It's not the movie's not vulgar, but then they have that, and they don't really show. Like, yes, they show the ghost taking off his pants and then his face, but like that's the only sexual part of the whole movie. It's also a dream sequence, so I don't really know why it even exists. <laughs> no, no, that yeah. happened, didn't it? No, it's a dream. He has the dream. Is it a dream while sequence? He's at work. Yeah, it's, he has it. He has the dream while he's in the bunk at the in like the firehouse station, and then he gets awoken by like the alarm, and he like has to run out. Oh, I didn't take it as a dream. I just thought that was later in the night. You just, you just no. Oh. Well, hey, listen, everyone has their head cannon, but I'm, I'm fairly certain that was a dream sequence. So that um, makes even less sense for it to it, be. I, it, I don't understand why <laughs> someone wrote that scene and thought it was so funny that they introduced a, a dream sequence just to put it in. It is 1980s humor. Yeah, it's a fair point. I, I also feel like so I've seen some early reviews for uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, right? The new sequel that's coming out. Um. And it's it's interesting to me because I'm pretty excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people have been describing it as the sequel to an epic Ghostbuster movie that never existed. Um, and I just feel like that kind of has something to say about how people feel about this film. I think people also, kinda... I feel like calling something a sequel to an epic mo- movie usually means it's an average movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, not necessarily epic in terms of quality, just because like it oh, seems like Ghostbusters okay. is it's much more afterlife is much more serious. Okay. It seems okay, to okay. be taking itself with like a, a large scale like tone of like we have to save the city, time's running out type of vibe. Okay. It's like like that type of epic. Like, like epic, epic in terms like adventure of style. wise. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what I think it's going. I think it's going for actually I've only seen the, the fucking reviews. Um but like in terms of Ghostbuster one and I'll even say Ghostbuster two from what I remember of it. Uh, they're not that movie. They no. they spend most of the time in the movie, kind of like the plot just kind of meanders a little bit in the beginning. And then um, the most cruel villain that a movie could ever think of, the Environmental Protection Agency, comes here and it tells our hardworking capitalist startup company that they can't dump toxic ghosts into, <laughs> were <laughs> into, they the, into the Were they dumping it, though, or was it he just not knowing what he's talking about? Oh, I see who sides with the capitalists, Tyler. Tyler, save the environment. Come on. Yeah, come on, Tyler. Save the trees. Cappy. But but, but do you see what save happens the when you try and save the trees? You see what happens when you try and save the trees? Tyler, Tyler actively walking steps down the street on turtles. He goes to the beach and he actually steps on sea turtles yep. to make sure they can't make it to the water. They used to be scared of the birds. Now they're scared of him. He might actually be doing them a favor so they don't choke on plastic and die. No, the ones that he gets through, he makes sure to give them plastic. What, that's <laughs> <the reward. laughs> it's like a cigarette. He puts like a plastic straw in their mouths as they go. <laughs> Everyone gets one hit. <laughs> uh, so Chris and, wants to stay puff marshmallow man to walk down Manhattan. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, listen. All I'm saying is it might solve world hunger. <laughs> For one giant marshmallow? If every year we murdered a Stay Puff man and we used his carcass to feed the homeless people of New York City, I'd be okay with this trade. Faison, where do you stand on this pressing issue? Yeah, where do you, where do you stand at the debate, on? Tell me. Would you kill the marshmallow man? Do I have to? It'll, it'll feed a lot of homeless people. It's like the train track question. Uh, yeah. You have to murder the marshmallow man, but you feed all the homeless people in New York. Yeah, I guess then. <laughs> Tyler, would you murder the marshmallow man? He when says you, no. When you Can't word it, it like oh, that. Wait, 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 wait. When you put it like that, yes. Also, you... he was going to destroy the city anyway, so also yes. What if he wasn't going to destroy the city? What, was he just a nice marshmallow man? Yeah, he's just trying to get to work. What does, what does he, he work? do? What does he, yeah, what does he do for work? <laughs> he's a train conductor. <laughs> 
Is that what the State Park Marshmallow was? He's in a sailor. He's in a sailor outfit. <laughs> he likes to dress up for the job he wants, not the job he has. Tyler. Oh, it's, Hall- it's his Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> Let a man dream, Tyler. God, he was framed. Well, <laughs> anyhow, it missed uh, into a giant. <laughs> he's a poor, poor, nice man. Bill Murray. Uh, he's just playing Bill Murray again. And we talked about this in our Groundhog Day episode, which I cannot believe is so fucking far away from right now. <laughs> How long it's been. Oh, we're about um, to make it to the second Groundhog Day episode. I'm going to have to sing again. I'm yeah. going to sing the goddamn cold opening. I've been yeah, worried about a lot. that. I never thought we'd make it this far. You <laughs> <laughs> of little faith. Uh, yeah, if you want to hear me sing, <laughs> go listen to the Groundhog Day episode. That'd be a great idea. Um. But yeah, no, I, I, every time Bill Murray is in a movie, he just kind of plays Bill Murray. Yeah. I don't think I like Bill Murray as Bill Murray. Uh, he's this weird character. It's like, he's an asshole. But God damn it, don't you love him? It's like, well, no. <laughs> I really don't. I, it didn't I really, really don't stick like in, in this movie, I think. Yeah. It didn't It didn't stick for me in... Uh, Lost in Translation? Lost in Translation. Actually, I think Lost in Translation is the one that it worked the best for me. But I did not work for me in Groundhog Day for sure. Um, I kind of forgot that we watched Lost in Translation. So did I, actually. <laughs> I completely forgot we saw that movie. Man, when we do our end of the year like ranking of like best movies we've seen, worst movies we've seen. Well, blah, are you going to have forgettable and then forget what movie you're going to put on? Movies it? that you forgot you saw until you like went through the list to get <laughs> to, to pull this yeah. together because I told you to. <laughs> I'm going to add that as a category. I got to remember that. Um, But yeah, he's just playing Bill Murray. I don't care for it. I do like Sigourney Weaver in this stuff. Yeah. I like I think she's in great. This. Rick Moranis is quite fun in this. He's just playing the worst person who's also an idiot, but not the worst person. He's just, he's just playing a creepy neighbor. He's just a creepy neighbor, and then he gets possessed, and then he's an idiotic, uh, I don't know, guy who brings about the end of the world when he fucks Sigourney Weaver. And, uh, did he? I, I, Isn't that the point? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's what it maybe. <laughs> I did. I did think key, it was maybe funny that... when uh, Bill Murray first showed up and knocks the door. Are you the key holder? No. Close the door. Let me try this again. Yes, yes, I am. Let's do this. <laughs> I do also like the the line at Rick Moranis's party where he's like, uh, "I invited my uh, my clients instead of friends. That way, I can write this off on my taxes." Oh yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> That's a great fucking line. He's a he's the absolute worst. Um, I do think there's actually not a huge amount to be said about this movie because I think it is it is I think it manages to be more bare bones than Beetlejuice because Which it doesn't even impressive. really have it doesn't it's, really even have like a crazy aesthetic. It's just it's kind bare of like, bones, but at the same time, there's a there's a progression to the plot compared to Beetlejuice, yeah. which is just get out of the house. Yeah, there's these events in Beetlejuice. There's a narrative here, but like I think like it feels like a third of the narrative in this is bent on montage scenes. <laughs> Maybe not a third. That's, that's that's being facetious, but a good chunk of it feels like there's just a lot of montage scenes. There's the whole first ghost fight in the hotel, and we'll it's like that's it, kind yeah. of that's kind of all before the plot really kicks in because the plot's all about Zool, the destroyer, ancient Sumerian god of something or another. Yeah, that's going on. And also the Ghostbusters are like, they start the movie like, oh, no one believes them. They get the one case and then they blow up off that. Yeah, they become Twitter famous. Pretty much. Um, yeah. And you know what? I kind of hope that the other Ghostbuster movies are better because I don't remember two super well. It's been a long time. I think I like that one more than one personally. I don't remember. It. Uh, we're going to see Afterlife and we're going to see the whatever the year terrible. that was reboot. Yeah. Um, we're going to be covering that quite soon. So stay tuned for that. Um, I'm kind of just hoping they're better. I think 
I kind of like the idea of what they're doing with Afterlife. It does just feel like like a good like I understand like a lot of people might be upset about the idea that it has nothing like the tone of the original movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but due to the fact that I don't care about the original movie very much, the idea of taking the concept and just like putting it into something completely different and even into kind of hitting different subgenres sounds really good to me. I'm 100% here for that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, also, it has a very iconic song. We didn't even mention that. If, Tyler, would you, would you sing you it for us? Would you sing it for us, Tyler? Sing the song for us, Tyler. Tyler, sing the song. I know the lyrics, Tyler, but you also know the lyrics. Like, do you want to just say the I'm, lyrics? I'm willing, to, I'm willing to duet it with you, Tyler. All right, go first. <laughs> You're really asking me to put a lot of faith in you, Tyler. <laughs> I don't think I can trust you. I think I'll end up sitting alone if I do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I will let's, never right, do that. Right, let's start it slow, Tyler. <laughs> if there's... I, I actually don't know the lyrics besides the 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 uh who are you gonna call i actually don't know how do you not know the lyrics of ghostbusters what's the beginning lyric either what's the beginning lyric if there's something strange in your neighborhood who are you gonna call ghostbusters but what's the one after that like that's literally the first three lines and after that i got nothing something strange are you gonna call ghostbusters not a goddamn clue no i have no idea i do not know the lyrics of the song apparently oh well (laughs) i guess singing is out of the question (laughs) Any, any other thoughts on this movie? No. No, it's another it's another I, it's, movie you're gonna see every year on Halloween just because it's fine, it's fun. Okay, I guess on to commercials. Yeah. Wait, well, Tyler, what's time. going on with the there's something going on with commercials? Uh it'll either be a commercial or a blank spot. We have to figure we did not figure out what's going on with that. Yeah, 50, we don't know. 50. Well, for some reason, one commercial gets blanked out every time. We don't know why. Wait, does yeah, it actually? So, uh, yeah, I've been listening to like the past episodes, and there's well, always like, oh, this one works. Well, no, because I just been... brought it up. He picked it no, up. He I picked just... it up after last week's episode. Yeah, because I've just been catching up. I've been behind on actually hearing Gusp. I haven't watched any of our episodes. Yeah, so no, I've been listening, and then at some point, it's like, oh yeah, commercials, good commercials, and we're back. It's like, wait, there's no actual commercial there. Yeah, uh, oh. we were going to talk about it before this, but I kind of forgot until right now. And so... Chris wanted to bring it up apparently on air. I like people to get a backseat view, a backseat view, a behind the scenes view. <laughs> <laughs> of what it's like uh, to barely function as a person. Because it, it plays <laughs> on Red Circle when I, when I do it. Huh. Uh, well, right, well, let's see if it works this time then. Yeah, 50-50 chance. Tell us, do you want a commercial right now after I stop talking? Let us know in the in the, the, in the reviews, in the reviews of <laughs> iTunes reviews. And let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we bring you the latest in film, TV, and all things pop culture related. Join us as we spill the tea on what's going on in the entertainment world with new episodes every week. A friend of mine once said that the conversation continues after the credits, so you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics, that is Optics with an X, and you can subscribe to us on podcast platforms around the internet. Thank you all, and you take care. And we're back. Wasn't that a wonderful commercial you guys just got? Absolutely, my favorite commercial. Or you might actually. not get. Who knows? Or maybe you didn't get. We don't it's know. So wait, is it is it the last one that cuts out? <laughs> I think I don't know if it's different every time, but there's a point where there's just one of them that's just nothing. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out, out later. Yeah. On that note, though, onto the rankings. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. Three. I'm gonna give you guys a surprise pick because I know you guys are. I don't think you guys would expect to see my bottom pick picking Ghostbusters. After hearing you I talk about it, I could kind of see it. Yeah. 
I'm just oh, gonna uh, say Beetlejuice. Same. Can't, can't believe I got so predictable. You you messed up by making it we pretty obvious. Yeah. We could. We also could have had Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice at three. Fuck! Wait, can I change my answer? No. You, you fucked dick. it up. You're, you're just an idiot. I can't believe I just ruined that. Yeah. Uh well, I In guess the number Keaton's three spot would have been three Beetlejuices, but. Yeah. I guess Michael Keaton's not coming on the show today. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. I know you guys are really excited for it. He was he gonna was, come in his. I had him lined costume. up and, and everything, and yeah, he called, just ruined it. I know he's actually walking out the door behind Faison right now. He yeah, just, he I, came up at the frame, just flipped us off, and then walked away. <laughs> he's he so heard angry. what you had to say, and he, he's gone. I think he screamed something about now. I got to go play Batman again or something. I don't yeah, know something like that. <laughs> um, number two, <laughs> Beetlejuice, uh, Ghostbusters. Ghost. And you guys missed my lead. I can't believe it. I set that up for you guys. I set up no. Beetlejuice. You just have to follow no. it up with no. two more Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Uh, we got no. a really weird uh, ranking this week for everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number weird. one. Number one. Ghostbusters. Wait. Wait, Tyler. What was your three? Ghost. My three was uh, Beetlejuice. So what was your two? Ghost. Oh, I oh, thought I you said Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, I, I said Ghostbusters at two. No, yeah. we both said ghost at the same time, and then you finish it. <laughs> oh, I that's th- what I'm saying. We had a weird, uh, we have a weird oh. list this week. I was so confused by that. That absolutely confused the shit out of me. Mm. I did yeah, not I got think this. Too. I did not think this would have been the week where yeah, we did I have, not. I have none ghost of us that one. Yeah, ghost is one for me as well. I was the, I was debating it. It is ghost is really good. I just like Ghostbusters more. For the most never- part, it, yeah. I never thought this would have been the week that like threw everything off. Like I figured, you know, me would be different. I didn't think everyone would have a different list. Besides us putting Beetlejuice last. Yeah. Aside from yeah. that, I figured that would happen. Um, Cause I think I like Beetlejuice purely on aesthetic. Uh, and I think that Michael Keaton is just a lot of fun to watch, mm-hmm. which I think I ultimately enjoyed more than Ghostbuster itself, which to me just ends up feeling a bit boring. Yeah. Yeah. It might be because I've seen Ghostbusters multiple times before this. So I already liked it. That's fair. I mean, yeah, that's a very fair point. But um, that's the binge. Faisal, you Thank like you. Ghost that much? Um, I just wasn't the biggest fan of Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. I, the thing is, I didn't, I didn't really like, I didn't watch it growing up. And this was maybe my first, like my second time watching it. Mm. Is that? Like, I didn't yeah, hate fair. it. I didn't love it. Yeah. Fair. I think that ghost that ghost is just a very like it's just effective. It's just a damn effective yeah. movie. That ending scene for Patrick Swayze is just sad and emotional. If you out there, because I think out of these three movies, Ghost is the least known to like uh, people around our age. I'd say, you yeah, know, they like might Ghostbusters, know the scene, but yeah, Ghostbusters and 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 Beetlejuice have like kind of a cult pop knowledge, especially Ghostbusters. Well, yeah, no one both, talks about Ghost because they're both directly related to Halloween. You're gonna see Ghostbusters and uh, Beetlejuice on like. ABC Family or AMC, like on TV, they'll be yeah. on TV. You really want to throw a wrench into your Halloween party this year? Put on Toe Ghost. ghost. <laughs> throw on Ghost, Patrick. Yeah, people you're gonna start have, crying. You're gonna have fucking Superman cool. crying next to one of the guards from Squid Game. You're gonna have yeah. the most, a lot of the guards from Squid Game, Tyler. We all know that's gonna be a big thing this year. <laughs> we all know it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the binge. Thank you so much for listening. Um. Tyler, do the thing. Follow us on Twitter, 321Binge. Great reviewers. Let us know which one of these is your favorite. Let us know if you've seen Ghost before or if it's your first time watching after hearing it from us. Let us know how hyped you off a second Beetlejuice, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Beetlejuice 2, Beetlejuice here. Or is it just Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, <laughs> and the third one is just another Beetlejuice? 
Is the I third one like Beetlejuiciest? Beetlejuiciest. <laughs> Beetle yeah, Beetlejuiciest. Yeah. That just oh god. Yeah, Beetlejuice four. Oops, all Beetles. <laughs> just all Beetles. It's just yeah. a one giant beetle again. <laughs> it's just him. It's a spinoff movie. Uh, Beetlejuice you know, cinematic universe. That one was supposed to be called. No, I think it's just Beetlejuice two. No, he goes to, to Hawaii. Beetlejuice goes to Hawaii. Yes. That's what? the worst thing I've ever heard of. Look it up. I don't know why the hell they did that, but like that was supposed to be the sequel. That's so stupid. I prefer yeah. Beetlejuice here, but you know sure. we can't all get what we want. All right. Uh, Fandom Power Film Optics Bite Size Movie Reviews. Go check them out. Uh, seriously, reviewers, we've been waiting for more reviews. Please, yes, please. Listen, Tyler will beg on this podcast for reviews. In fact, here's no. what we're gonna do: if no. you put no. in your review a no. something you want Tyler to say or do on the podcast no. as long as it doesn't get him put in prison he'll say it right Tyler Chris that's all you I'll you've say said it that mo- yeah you've said it multiple <laughs> times that you've done that, that you will do that have I said that before <laughs> yes yeah well Tyler will do it with me and we'll also do at a song pick a song pick a song for me and Tyler to do it next episode that's what you need to do that's <laughs> pick- Chris, stop pick- stop looking at me like that no one likes this look <laughs> Nobody likes this look. <laughs> You're gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna actually review it from an alt and just pick. Candies feel the love tonight from the Lion King. <laughs> Why not it's kiss the... from a rose? We can just do the community bit. We can do the community bit. That's way better. Somebody please comment kiss from a rose so I don't have to. Because you're clearly the dean, and I'll definitely be Jeff. I, I, I who you look like the dean? You're white. You're not. And that's the show, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. <laughs> I'm Hispanic, Tyler. That's so my piece of shit. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>